Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All right, continuing our Week 5 NFL betting sojourn here on You Better You Bet, we move to the AFC North with one of the NFL's best rivalries as the Ravens visit the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, uh, you know, this seemed like pretty unlikely a couple days ago. Uh, now it's definite. Uh, Kenny Pickett's going to start for the Steelers on Sunday. He is off the injury report with his knee injury. Full practices on both Thursday and Friday, so it will be Kenny Pickett, not Mitch Trubisky, starting for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Alex Highsmith, one of Pittsburgh's best pass rushers, is questionable. He says he's going to play in the game for whatever that's worth. Uh, Najee Harris, not listed uh, on the injury report. Limited on Friday with the hamstrings. Let, let, we'll monitor that over the weekend, but currently not on the injury report. For Baltimore, it's a better injury report than that it's been um ronnie stanley their left tackle is questionable didn't practice today on friday but like he usually doesn't practice on friday uh stanley telling the media that there's a strong possibility that he will play so it looks like the ravens are going to get ronnie stanley back um Rashad Bateman's off the injury report. Bateman's going to go in the receiving core. Odell Beckham is questionable. He practiced the last three days. Justice Hill is questionable. He practiced the last three days. Marlon Humphrey questionable. He practiced the last three games uh, days. So, Ken, it looks like Baltimore going to get a bunch of players back here going on the road to take on Kenny Pickett and the Steelers. Baltimore in between a four and a four and a half point road favorite. The total is 38. I mean, this game is just an absolute mess now, just to be perfectly honest. Um... I just here's what would I think I think Pittsburgh will be a really popular bet because it's like well it's four and a half Tomlin off a brutal loss to Houston they get smoked in the game he's telling people like yeah like you're right there are going to be changes like okay what are they is Matt Canada involved uh the offense for the Steelers just continues to be one of the worst like I talked about the same we've done, I've done a few of them in order the Saints are one they are broken they're terrible the Steelers are another one I just I, I look at this and I just go like 30th DVOA in offense, one of the worst red zone offenses in the league, really bad on third down. You look at the Ravens defense, it's been pretty good this year, especially with the injuries, the fact that they played really well. Okay, like, why am I supposed to bet Pittsburgh in this Tomlin underdog spot again if Pickett's going to play and be hurt? Like, what is a reasonable offensive projection for the Steelers in this game? Can they win the way they beat the Browns? Sure. But like, do I want to bet on that happening? <laughs> Multiple defensive touchdowns, like all this stuff. Like, sure, that's possible. Steelers do this sometimes. Like, they're really good at it. I just, uh, I wanted to kind of like be on the Steelers, Trubisky at a huge number, maybe something like that. And that's just not how this has played out. So I think this is fine. I know it looks like a big number, but given everything that's happened this year, I actually think it's fine. And I think the Ravens should be a road favorite of more than a field goal. And the total should be really low. Uh, and I just don't know how the Steelers can score enough a lot of times to want to click the button on them. So passing the game. What, what is your guess as to like when we're like about to close the show on, on Sunday about you know, 1240 PM Eastern when we're doing uh, when we're doing our best bets? What what's your best guess is what the close is going to be? probably about this because you got a pop out of the Baltimore injury report already like you got them getting played on a little bit out here so like that's happened already like yeah you could get more I guess but like you already got it so I think like we're just we're more than a field goal not six and like that's the market you're gonna have to make a decision about I I, I can't believe I'm about to say this 
I may be talking myself into a bet on the Steelers, even though Pickett's playing in the game. Like, if if, if my guy Kenny Pickett, if he's actually Eli Manning, he's going to come to play in this game. This might be a hashtag narrative, like, spray the board. Like, I don't actually, like, have a thought on the game, but I want to bet it, and I want to root for the Steelers. Uh, I think I'm going to probably end up betting Pittsburgh, but we'll talk about this more coming up on Sunday. Ken, we move now to the afternoon slate with the Eagles and the Rams in Los Angeles, and this spread is on the move with the Rams getting bet a little bit. Um, Philly now in between a four and a four and a half point road favorite. The total is 50 and a half. And uh, probably the the main reason why I would guess is because Cooper Cup uh, is going to play in this game for the LA Rams. So Cup is going to go for the Rams. Uh, He is off the injury report. Matthew Stafford practiced in full the entire week. Stafford's going to be good to go. The Eagles are going to be down Fletcher Cox in this game. So Cox is out. It does look like Quez Watkins will be back though. So no more um, Book of Zacchaeus uh, anytime or first touchdown bets for the Philadelphia Eagles. But again, Ken, it'll be Cup. It'll be Nakua. Tutu Atwell, Kieran Williams, the Rams offense is intact here as they get set to take on the Eagles. Yeah, I just I would just have a lot of concerns about whether the Rams defense can like hold up in this game. The Eagles offense seems to kind of they're really kind of cooking now. It looks like AJ Brown had a huge game last week. Like the skill position players are healthy at the line of scrimmage. The Eagles have a huge advantage. Remember the Rams, like, you know, obviously like a sort of a a crazy comeback from Indianapolis, but like Indianapolis was able to score on them in the second half and come back in that game. The Niners scored 30 points on them. The Joe Burrow Bengals can't score on anybody and they beat the Rams and Jamar Chase had a million yards in that game. And then he would, you know, went, went to go play Tennessee, got like no targets, like no catches. Tennessee shut him down. Like, what does that tell you about the Rams defense? So I just think it's like a tough ask. Uh, I don't know if what cup's going to be in this game. I don't know what that's going to matter. I, I've kind of been waiting all week to lay four. And now it's four almost everywhere. Uh, and I think that's like a cue for me to, to hop in and play the Eagles. My only concern is like, does that mean it's three and a half? A couple of the fours are juiced toward the Rams. So uh, four or like lower. Uh, I do like Philly in the game. I, I just, I don't know if the Rams defense can hold up. I think they'll be able to score and do some smart things. The total's very high. I get that. But I, I do like the Eagles at four. And then just one other note. If we get to Sunday, we'll do this for like a minute on Sunday too. And cup is active. Uh, and it looks like, hey, like, you know, going to get his normal reps. There's no snap count, like, or at least you're not hearing anything. Uh, I think it is worth it to take a flyer on him for comeback player of the year, just because the the two players who are like, to me, the most involved in that market, Hamlin and Baker Mayfield. Mayfield is off. He's on a bye this week. He'll be the guest picker on college game day tomorrow, actually, uh, for Texas and Oklahoma. And DeMar Hamlin is likely to be inactive because Jordan Poyer is going to play. So the favorite in the market's not playing. And the guy who's like price is dropping a lot, who's getting a lot of pub, isn't playing. So like there's a lot of room for someone to kind of suck up all the oxygen uh, in terms of like making a big price drop in the market. It would be cup if he had a big game. He's 80 to one. I'm trying to get him added to like every sports book and it's being really slow. So uh, I think that's worth a bet if we get to Sunday and he's active and it looks like he's going to play. All right. Good stuff there. We'll do that coming up on Sunday with Cooper Cup and comeback player of the year. Um, uh, I'm going to bet the Rams. I might do it do it during the next break. I would like to capture four here. I think the Rams are going to be able to score. Maybe it's the overall. So we'll talk more about this coming up on Sunday. But now with Cup going to play in the game, with Nakua, I mean, there's a badass pass catching group now for Matthew Stafford. With Nakua, who's like a top 15 receiver in the league. Cup, who like when he's at his best, is like a top three receiver in the league. And Atwell is like as the speed threat down the field. Uh I'm going to take the four with the Rams here. I think I'm going to do it during the next commercial break. We'll talk about the total coming up more on Sunday. Ken, we may be mono e mono on this game with Philadelphia and Los Angeles. Uh, you better you bet with Nick and Ken. Our bets for week five in the NFL. Uh, let's go to the desert. 
<laughs> with the Cincinnati Bengals, a three-point road favorite at the Arizona Cardinals. Again, I will say that. Cincy, just a three-point road favorite at Arizona. Now, if, if, if you like the Bengals here... Uh, Joe Burrow is not on the injury report for the first time in what feels like a really long time. So Burrow not on the injury report, not even listed. Uh, T. Higgins did get a limited practice in today on Friday with his rib injury. He's listed as questionable. We'll monitor that, obviously, coming up on Sunday. And not much going on here for Arizona. Just like Keontae Ingram, their backup running back, is questionable. Um, D. Mercado played as the number two running back behind James Conner. This is not a point spread conversation. It's like an anytime touchdown and a prop conversation. We'll do more of it coming up on Sunday. Sunday. Ken bets an analysis, please. Bengals at the Cardinals. Uh, so I said all week that like the Patriots was my favorite bet of the week. And as the week goes on, this is this is actually my favorite bet of the week. I am obsessed with the over in this game. Uh, I think it's by far my favorite bet this week. So one thing about Arizona played Dallas, played San Francisco. Offensive numbers have like survived that stretch and they actually look pretty good. Their adjusted offensive numbers are through the roof because Dallas and San Francisco are pretty good on defense. Uh, I actually like the the vision I would I would have for people is picture the Giants game. Daniel Jones has no time to throw in any game his team plays. He can't throw the ball deep down the field. They can't generate explosive plays against anybody except they play Arizona and he looks like Patrick Mahomes the whole game throwing 50 yard passes down the field. Saquon explosive plays. They score like four touchdowns in the second half. If they if they can make the Giants offense look like that, the Arizona defense they can make Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase look like that too. Absolutely. Like, to like, I think this number is actually insane. Arizona's entire stat profile, which makes no sense to me because Jonathan Gannon is their coach. Their entire stat profile is all offense, no defense. That's actually their stat profile the entire season. They let everyone score a billion points and their offense is way better than we expected. And like, so what does that mean for this game? Tennessee was able to run the ball a ton. Arizona, James Conner can't run the ball a ton. They can't design some stuff for that. So just like, I don't know if the Bengals are rock bottom. I don't know if they're going to win. I have no opinion on the side at all. I think this is like track meet, alt overs, crazy highest scoring game of the week. Like that's actually what I think this is. Like I actually think this plays out like Giants Cardinals a lot. Uh, if my guy Ken Barkley feels that strongly about a bet, I'll tell him on it. So I'll tell you on that over. I'm going to end up betting the Cincinnati Bengals as well. Haven't done it yet. Curious where this, what do you think is going to happen come Sunday? It's going to go up, go down, stay the same. What do you think? I feel like we'll stay. The here. side or the side or the total, sorry. Side. Uh, Higgins out closes like two and a half juice Cincinnati. Yeah, so we'll we'll do more on this on Sunday. I'll tail Ken on the over. I'd like to bet the Bengals. Let's see what the injury report um, looks like coming up on Sunday. And just to support Ken's over, um, Michael Wilson, who's like one of Arizona's rookie receivers, was really good last week, and he's like actually coming on looking like a legitimate NFL receiver. And this is like like a real NFL offense now. Connor's like a, not a great running back, but he's good enough. Hollywood Brown is good. Michael Wilson looks like he's good. Rondell Moore in the slot. Ertz and McBride at tight end. Like it is good offense right now for Arizona and Ken I think uh you got to send the fruit basket to uh Drew Petzing the offensive coordinator pulling all the yeah, strings for the Arizona Cardinals he's done pretty well yeah. so that's the uh the Cardinals and the Bengals all right let's go to mile high Broncos and the Jets Denver two and a half point home favorite against Zach Wilson and gang green the total here is 43 and a half it looks like the Broncos are going to get back a bunch of players back from injury um on the defensive side of the ball Frank Clark is going to be back off the injury report Josie Jewell is off the injury report one of their linebackers 
Packers and their star safety, Justin Simmons, no status on the injury report. He should be good to go. Now, Javante Williams is questionable, but he got a full practice in today on Friday. We'll monitor that, obviously, coming up on Sunday. That will impact Samaje Ryan and our guy, the group, uh, Jaleel McLaughlin. Uh, for the Jets, cornerback DJ Reed is out. That's a- that actually matters. Opposite Sauce Guard are pretty good cornerback. Otherwise, I think we're looking at not much going on here for the Jets and their injury report. So, Ken, thoughts here? Jets and Broncos, side total and, and not props, I guess, but just side and total. Uh, I think I think the side I know you like the Jets in the game I think the side's like fine like sub three either way I don't really have a strong opinion the my plan in this game was going to be to bet the over and maybe think that it was kind of contrarian the Broncos getting a lot of defensive players back does like concern me a little bit um, statistically this is one of the worst defenses in the league by far I mean just look at look at what the Bears did to him in the first half last week look at what Washington did in the second half of that game that's what the Bears or the Broncos defense has been like this year so it doesn't even matter that Zach Wilson, like anyone's going to have a really good point projection against the Broncos defense. I guess like that could be different if they get a lot of personnel back. Like this could be the the turning point pivot game where the defense plays a little bit better. Um, just the numbers, it's under 44. Like I just, I still kind of like the over. I know the Jets defense has a ton of hype and sauce and Quinnen. Uh, the underlying stats are brutal. They're one of the worst teams in the league on third down. Uh, overall defensive metrics, not very good. So like, yeah, the Jets defense was supposed to be awesome. I don't know if it's going to hold up here. So I, I think I'm going to bet the over. I, now I kind of want to, th- now honestly with these guys playing, my thought is maybe the total goes down and I, then I bet the over because they're going to get so many defensive players back. But I'll say like lean over right now. We'll do more Sunday. I'm always honest with the audience. There are times where like I really, really like a bet and I'll tell you. And there are times where I kind of like a bet and I want to bet the game because I want to have some money on it when I watch it and root for the side I want to root for and I want to root for the Jets. And I do think, I think the Jets have the best unit in the game with the defense. And if Zach Wilson plays like he did Sunday night against Kansas City, I think they have the two best units in the game. Like the Jets offense will be the better, especially with Brees Hall, the training wheels off. Jets could run for a billion yards in this game. So I, I like the Jets. I'll bet the Jets, but I don't want to make it like it's like the, the greatest bet of all time. This is, I want action. So I'm going to end up betting the Jets coming up on Sunday on the road in Denver. Ken, let's see if we can close here, and then we'll do the Cowboys and Niners on the other side. The Chiefs and the Vikings in the hotly uh, anticipated Super Bowl four rematch. Kansas City down to a three-and-a-half point road favorite to Minnesota. Feels like banana land. Total is 52-and-a-half. Uh, not a lot going on here injury-wise here. Ken, I think we just talk about the game. Chiefs only a three-and-a-half point favorite at the Vikings. Yeah, we're just we're not at a point yet where I'd bet the Chiefs. We're just getting really close. Uh, I think three, and I don't think I'm probably alone in thinking that. Like, if I get to bet Chiefs minus three, minus one ten, like I'm just gonna bet it. Um, but more than three, close enough to my number, um, kind of makes sense with what we've seen from the closing point spreads for each team. So, like, okay, like for now, like okay, um, let's see where it goes on Sunday. Obviously, if three ends up popping, I'll, I'll bet Kansas City. I guess at that number, um, really, I just I, I like the over in this game. I, I think a lot of other people do too. So uh, over. I, I don't even know if it needs a ton of explanation. Just like as bad as you think Minnesota's defense is and as bad as some of the underlying metrics are, like this team's going to make it look way worse. <laughs> like They just are. Um, and I think Minnesota's kind of can score on anybody, honestly. Chiefs defensive metrics pretty average so far this year. So uh, yeah, just like the over in the game. I don't think I'll be able to hashtag trade this game at all with my, I, I have Minnesota like not at a key number. I don't know if I want to try and like middle four. <laughs> so I might just stick with, with, my, no, with my Minnesota bet. Yeah, Middle so I'll, I'll like, stick. That's not a fun place to be. Yeah. 
I'll, I'll stick with my Vikings bet. Um, as I've said all week, I have a sinking suspicion this game will land Chiefs by either one, two, or three points. Like, Butker wins it at the end on a on, on a field goal. So, maybe I'll play some exact outcomes. Um, we'll talk about this coming up more on Sunday. But I'm on the Vikings, and how could you not love the overall? So, also, like, if it's ever three on Sunday, I don't If I didn't have money on the game, I'd probably want to bet Kansas City. Despite what I just said. Because that number seems like it's crazy. So I'm on the Vikings, like the over as well, um, coming up on Sunday afternoon. On the other side, we'll give you our analysis and thoughts for the Cowboys and the Niners on Sunday Night Football. And then Jake will join us, and we'll talk baseball bets for the weekend and for the postseason.